y'all. Welcome back to Faded Truth. Thank you for being here and thank you for subscribing and supporting the growth. Today I'm so excited to have a food porn episode. It's been a while since I ate and I ate good, okay? So today I have the owner and creator of True Heart Chef Services here in Vegas, Miss Megan Price. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I am fantastic. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Yes. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Letting me be here, I should say. Yeah. So um, today we're in Vegas. We are in um, a family home of Megan, and she was gracious enough to let us in to, you know, show us the, the whole smorgasbord she's about to cook us. Y'all are not ready for this. So it's been a while since I've had a THC brunch. I've done a couple. Okay. Um, cool. And so, like... It's, I like that I'm doing it now in season four because it's like I had one from one, I had one in two, oh, okay. you know, and like I look back because now I'm like looking back at old content and I'm like, oh damn, I, you know, nice. it's nice to see the growth. Yeah. So no, now that's I'm cool. like, yeah. And I love these egg chairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're perfect fun. Perfect <laughs> Okay. So, um, basically you started, you're from Florida, but you moved to Vegas in 2020, right? Yes. What at the very was, end. Okay. What was the transition for? Um, it's for cannabis specifically. So when I lived in Florida, I was a restaurant and resort chef. I've done a little bit of everything in the culinary world, but most of my time was fine dining and pastry chef roles. Um, talking pastry chef before yeah. this gets cold, I have to shout this out. Yeah. What do so we got here? That's our pecan sticky bun. And then I finish it off with a little do -si dough infused, uh, cream cheese glaze. We're already starting off great, guys. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's got okay. the limonene in there, and the the orange will complement that. So yeah, okay, it be good. so you come at the end, the in the middle of a pandemic. Yep. Um, so obviously, the pandemic was really hard for the culinary world. Um, I lost my job because the place that I worked at just shut down. Um, so I started a cake business, um, and that was going well, but it wasn't really what I wanted to do. I sold a lot of edibles in Florida um, to all of my restaurant friends and I was like, I love this and I wish I could do this. Um, Florida's only medical um, and I wanted to be involved in recreational cannabis so I could be more creative. Um, the medical market just isn't as like innovative with like products. Right. Um, so yeah, so my husband was like, let's do it and we moved. So what do you back. miss the most about Florida? Because this weather in Vegas we're having, guys, it's March. It's, it's the end of March. We're supposed to be like literally in bathing suits right now. Like this pool you're about to see, we're supposed to be in it. We're supposed to be having an interview in the pool. We're not in the pool. With some like CBD drinks or some shit. That would be really and, nice. And you know, we'll, just, we'll do it in the summer. But fuck, I'm not okay with this, Megan. It is not good for my mental health because I left Jersey for this reason. Oh, yeah. You know, and I didn't realize how miserable I was till I left because of the weather. Yeah. And everyone's always angry there because it's raining, it's cloudy, you know, but here the wind mixed with everything. So I'm actually like trying to get to Florida <laughs> as fast as possible because I keep saying 86 degrees sunny every yeah. day. And it's I'm like, humid though. I, don't, I would rather sweat than dry up like a lizard. Okay. 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 You know, I'm, I'm like, I'm used to it. It's just that. I, I went know, there, I they like had the hurricanes, and I was yeah. freaked out, so oh, I was okay. like, okay, and you now... You guys didn't get hit with hurricanes in Jersey much? Yeah, that's why I didn't want to... Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I'm like, okay. I don't want to do this again. <laughs> you know, like, I can't <laughs> yeah, evacuate. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, yeah oh, so yeah, I came You can't here. go up any higher. So, what do you miss yeah. the most? Because for me, I'm just like, I just wish I was on the beach right now. I do miss water activities. Um, I was like a really avid kayaker 
uh, when okay. I lived in Florida. There is like kayaking opportunities here. There is just not the same. Like I love marsh kayaking. So like getting out in like the reeds, you feel like you're in a different world. You smoke oh, a blunt. Yeah. It's like very zen. Instead um, of like the bigger open. Yeah, which is beautiful. Like, it is, but it, you, it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same vibe. And I, re I really miss that. And I miss really good seafood. Like because mm -hmm. really. you can't because how how do we have good seafood in the desert someone please tell me like we do get good sushi fish because vegas has priority for flights for fish I, for sushi grade fish specifically I don't do sushi though oh okay i'm like i need some crab legs yeah you know or some good shrimp not good or, out here the shrimp's not good yeah <laughs> the shrimp's not good it's not good i'm from jacksonville florida if you're familiar with mayport shrimp you know but is that there's like nothing country? like mayport shrimp Jacksonville is kind of country and kind of like there's a lot of gang violence in Jacksonville as well. Okay. Um, it's Jacksonville is relatively low income. So you'll have like that manifesting in certain sides of town as like looking like the hood. And then you'll have sides of town that are like the trailer park, but it's like the same economic like situation. So is this like a, is this like a level up for you? Like when you came to Vegas, did you feel like, okay, this is like a better city? Or like yes, definitely a better city. Um, for my jobs, it was a little bit of a, um, a pay cut. Okay. Uh, Cause I was working at like the nicest restaurants in Jacksonville. I saw you like, were doing like fine dining and stuff. Yeah, I, like, and I had worked for like all of the best people and I was bored. So like I already was like, I'm bored. I need to be like, I need something to stimulate my mind more. And, right. and that's why I turned to cannabis because it's literally science. So like, I'm never going to learn everything there is to know about the plant. And I would never learn everything there is to know about every cuisine in the world either. But just that science and that education, like really gets me excited right. in a way that like working in restaurants and resorts just wasn't scratching that itch for me anymore. After 15 years, you know. <laughs> It's a long time. I bartended for 15 years. Yeah. I was like, I'm done. Yeah. It's a grind. Restaurants are a grind. They're the, a lot. The service industry, there's just nothing like it. But now it's like, I expect good service. And do you feel like Vegas has good service? I want to hear your take Sometimes on it. yes and sometimes no. Okay. I feel like miss. family owned businesses here are like really great usually. Like our local, like. Right our people our not community. the commercial like right and then when you go to the things that are like the hype things that are on the strip hey carol carol <laughs> um sorry okay. uh Don't the things mic. on the strip just are i feel like they're overhyped they are i agree that's a good way to put it yeah it's always the moms and pops are always better yes like the local vegas community is wonderful what's up carol it was the first time you talked to me. <laughs> hey, girl. Um, okay, so with the business name, the True Heart Chef Services, where did you get that from? So um, I one I was thinking of things that meant a lot to me, and like staying true to myself and true to my food, and like what I like to cook is what actually brings me joy. I've cooked a lot of food that wasn't my food in a lot of places with a lot of different chefs. I've done a lot of different cuisine styles and like- Oh my God, <laughs> so good. <laughs> good, I'm glad. So like staying true to like my food and things that make me happy was like a big thing that I wanted, mm -hmm. um, which cannabis makes me super happy. Um, Same. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like a whole different glow when you, you know, yeah. when you're talking about something you're passionate about. And For it's sure. like, it's, there's so many levels to cannabis of For like sure. how it, one, how you like it makes you feel, but then two, how it helps people and then how it helps you and others and how yeah. you can cook, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't want to be that egotistical chef that like comes off like, oh, I'm cooler than you. I know more than you. Like, I don't like that culture in chefs. So like true heart was no ratatouille. <laughs> no, like you can get the same point across and the same education across to someone and be kind to, to them. Um, I've dealt with like a lot of like bad things in the industry. I've worked with some great people too. Like it wasn't all bad, but I've dealt with some like fairly traumatic things throughout my career. So that really stuck, stuck with me as like, I don't have to be like this just because the person that taught me and brought me up in this industry taught me that way. I don't have to be like that. So um, True Heart definitely is big for that. And then THC, True Heart Chef. Oh my God. THC is <laughs> literally in my name. I'm just got I'm it. I'm going to get you high. <laughs> so um, that's kind of how that, I, I had so many different names. Like a lot of them I was trying to like make ties to different things in cannabis and none of them like stuck very good. And then like, True Heart Chef, and I like ran it by all the guys where I work, and they were all like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." That's, that's actually really good. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's a sneaky one. It doesn't really scream cannabis, which I also like. It lets me. Find I'm not lying when I say my girl's gonna look. You can taste, as soon as you eat this, you're tasting like, I feel like you're getting a buzz of like THC. Am I not? Oh yeah, absolutely. So that's a full spec product right there. Um, so you're getting not just the THC, but all of the minor cannabinoids in the product. So um, cannabis is a compound. It has lots of different things going on from cannabinoids to terpenes and all these things are different plant to plant so when you have a full plant extract um such as i, I made this with fico um and it's single strain so you're you really get the minor cannabinoids of that plant so if there's cbg or all the little things that make you feel really good you'll get that instead of just getting thc and like a distillate product mm -hmm. let me get in there too. yeah dig in yeah yeah, I'm a full spec lady. Like there's nothing wrong with distillate products. Like I really enjoy some distillate products. But is there a um is there a strain that you like to work with the most when you cook? So Dosi Do, this one. She is <laughs> energetic. That's when I eat it. <laughs> she is so <laughs> dusty. Like the bag of trim from the dosi dough, it looks like sand in the bottom of it because there's just like trichomes. The yeah, yes, because there's there's so many trichomes on the sugar leaf from that they trimmed off that it just she just dumps trikes and she's she mm. hits nicely. She feels mm, really so good. good. She feels really good. So all of the things we're gonna eat today are dosi dough. Okay, so we're dosing dosy dough and everything. Yeah, <laughs> we're dosing dosy dough and everything. Yeah, so we're not gonna have conflicting stuff, and then I gotcha. have a. Oh, that's a good idea. I didn't even mm -hmm. think of that. You're... And then I have a smoke pairing, but yeah, because I was gonna say like, what? How do you keep it safe when you dose with food? Because you know, like I'm a fucking foodie, so like I can fuck up like a lot at once. You know, so <laughs> when people are like, "You want to come this cannabis brunch?" I'm like, "Do you want me on your couch for five hours?" Because like you can't put no indigo in there for me. Mm. <laughs> you know. Yes, for sure. Um, 
with edibles specifically, people's consumption amounts can vary so much. So it really helps when you're doing a dinner with a bunch of different people. A smaller dinner, you can talk to those people ahead of time and say like, hey, what do you like? Like, what do you like to consume? And you right. can tailor the dinner to that specifically. But let's say it's a really big one and you're gonna have a lot of people of a lot of different consumption backgrounds. Um, starting with just like 2.5 to five, like per dish, is enough for the lightweight people. And then you can have an additional sauce or additional salt. I have some infused mold and salt that we'll uh, get into a little bit later, but different ways that you can add extra cannabinoids on top of that and then give them like smokables as well. So I like to do <laughs> like terpene pairings. So like there's limonene in the extract. Okay. And then there's limonene in the natural ingredient that's in there. Because of lemon? Right. Well, orange. That, but oh, orange? citrus, okay. all citrus has limonene gotcha. in it. Right. Um, so like you're not going to feel effects from that limonene. It's merely just flavor. Um, and you're kind pairing of, it. That's right. where the food it, pairing it comes in. It elevates the experience. Just like with wine, like you can elevate certain things yeah. in food with wine. You can do the same thing. Dabs for me are the best way to do that because you get the most flavor out of a dab. It doesn't taste, you're not tasting chlorophyll and like plant matter when you're tasting a dab. I like to smoke flour when I'm trying to get high, but when you're pairing something with food, a dab is really nice. Really? Like you can get a really, like dabs and cocktails. Are we dabbing today? Do you, do you have your We're not rig? dabbing today. Okay. I did bring us a blunt to pair with a cocktail. That okay. was going to be really nice. Nice. Yeah, because I'm, uh, dabbing in me is not like. No, you don't. I, I knew you didn't like to dab, so yeah, that's why like, I didn't want to Well, because I'm like, I, I can't imagine like trying to dab and then do anything. Like I was just sitting at my, my, my dining room table for like two hours, just stuck, yeah. like. And like my boy that like gave it to me, he like drives his motorcycle every day. He's like dabbing before he goes to work. I'm he like, do hot dabs. Was it a hot <laughs> yeah. dab? So yeah, the temperature on dabs matters for like how high you feel. Hot dabs hurt your throat. Yeah. They get you absolutely zooted. They shoot you right into space. Not everybody likes to feel like that. If you take a lower temp dab, you're actually going to get better flavor from the terpenes mm -hmm. and the effects will be a lot more comparable to smoking flour. Okay. I'll have, I'll let, I'll re-dab with you in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll dab you out for sure. The next time we get together, I will, I'll, I'll bring some stuff. Um, What's your favorite terpene? My favorite terpene would be humulene. Um, Ooh. It is cheesy and funky and skunky. Um, it's the closest related terpene to hops. So it tastes good with beer. So like if you're a beer drinker or you're into beers, You'll probably like the way humulene tastes or if you're very into cheese i'm very into cheese i'm not as into beer very into cheese yeah um so Good humulene with a cheese head you're gonna like it um i have anxiety so well high functioning high functioning anxiety to be exact um and it is very relaxing i'm also a thyroid patient so like any kind of inflammation trigger just is like multiplied in my body uh, just because of the way that my thyroid processes things. So having something that's anti-inflammatory is like really, really good for me. It helps gotcha. me feel calm, just less pain. Right. It's a good one. It's good. Nice. So it's good for pain management, mm -hmm. which is, you know, what we've been talking about with plants over pills. Yes. So, um, I had a big thyroid problem cause I competed and I basically like, it's just not healthy. Competing yeah. is not healthy. You know, there's like healthier ways to do it, but there's yeah. just no way to healthily like dehydrate your body and deplete your body and you know, all these things. So 
I had it bad, and then I actually, I basically healed it when I went to Honduras for that that retreat. Okay. And that's why, like, I'm a lot leaner now. But besides going plant based for the most part, like when I'm not fucking shit up, eating plants um, helps. The th- I didn't even know I had a thyroid problem. I was just walking around with it for like ten years because mm. after I did the competition, like my metabolism was fucked. I I gained like at least like 50, 60 pounds in two days. It was bad. Yeah. I was like a Michelin man and like, I couldn't even like, my hands were so dehydrated. I couldn't even open them. Oh my god! Like it was bad. Right. So I didn't even think about it after it happened. Like I was just going through life. Like this is normal. My, every time I would drink, they would blow up my feet. It was crazy. And so then when I got it like regulated, I'm like, wow, this makes a lot of sense, you know? So yeah, I can definitely help you with that too in the future. Cause, um, it's no, it's no joke. Yeah. All of the women in my family on my mother's side have thyroid issues. So, um, it's a journey for sure. Like yeah. it can manifest itself in so many different body parts too. Like my liver enzymes were off once and my doctor was like, Oh my gosh, you have to change your diet. And I like, I eat really healthy. I know it doesn't look like I do, but <laughs> I do. I promise. <laughs> um, and I, like, page. <laughs> I exercise a lot. Like, I really do, like, I know it doesn't look like it, but, like, honestly, I'm a fairly healthy person, just, I have hormonal health issues, so just anything that I eat, my body's just like, and we're saving that, (laughs) and that's fine with me, like, I don't mind that, like, I think you look great, thank you, I really appreciate that, um, like, I, I worked really, it, it affected me a lot in high school, I started gaining weight, like, rapidly when I turned, like, eight years old and started going through puberty, I, like, got super heavy, and my mom was like, we need to check her thyroid, so they checked my thyroid, they were like, no, she's good, I think they probably didn't check, like, a full panel, they probably, because there's so many different types of T levels, yeah, um, I think they probably just didn't give me a good test, well, to be honest, the blood work that you get doesn't really, it's not really showing you what you need to see, right? Yeah. Because when I had my like issues, it was my liver pretty much was like pretty much done. My kidneys were next is what was mm. happening. And it was just because I was on birth control my whole life. I was taking a pill every day for 15 years. Didn't think twice, thought it was normal. Mm. No Same. doctor ever said nothing to me like, how long have you been on this? Or, you know, they I just, just hand that shit out. Literally, like all you do is go on the phone now and just like, okay, I need it. And then they give it to you, you know? Puts you at so, high risk for blood clots. Crazy. Like, so many things. Yeah. yeah I had to so, get off that shit too. Um... I think I'm already high. What was, why did I bring that up? <laughs> we were talking about um, thyroid and then... It was like right before that, though. <laughs> mm. Guys, I'm already really high off that. That's good. I like it. Because I didn't have to, I didn't even smoke anything. I'm like, what? Where am I, where's my brain fart coming from? <laughs> <laughs> it's all downhill from here. Cheers. <laughs> this is just the beginning. <laughs> what are we cooking today? Let me so just talk about that. We started off with our sticky buns and then we're going to roll into a um, buttermilk fried chicken. I usually go pretty hard on the spice. I know you said light spice, so I went light on the Thank spice. You. So I usually do a lot of Franks. I'm a Franks girl. Don't at me if you're something else. Um, <laughs> What's Franks? Is Franks think? is a hot sauce. Oh, okay. Um, so there's some Franks in there. Um, there's like Louisiana and Franks and um, a couple of others. She said buttermilk fried chicken. Yes. And waffles? And waffles. Cornbread waffles. (laughs) We're doing some cornbread waffles, and there's buttermilk in that as well. And then our dessert will be a ricotta zeppoli, and then we'll have another do-si-do-infused dipping, passion fruit dipping cream for that. And then I have a do-si-do-infused maple butter for the waffles as well. And then we have a a lot of do-si-dos. Yeah, we got lots of do-si-do.
So I'm using Dosey Doe in all of our infused products today. Um, and then I have rainbow belts for our blunt. And they have very similar terp profiles, except um, limonene is like the most forefront one in Dosey Doe. And then Cario and Linalool are like the miners for Dosey. And then for Rainbow Belts, the main terp is uh, Cario. And then the miners are limonene and linalool. So they have very similar profiles. And they are like different flavors are in the forefront on both of them, but they have a lot of tying flavors as well. So I tried to work in as many tastes of those two for today. So what was like the first time that you cooked or like was the first thing that you cooked when you were like- First thing? When you're like, wow, I can, I'm a chef. You oh, know? when I like realized I was a chef. I don't know. Cause like, I feel like, I, did you cook like your whole life? Yeah. Or yeah. For since sure. you were young? Yeah. So my, my Nana actually kept my brother and I, instead of us going to preschool, um, and we just lost her last year, Aww. but, um, she was a great lady. She had the 12 acre pecan grove. I was telling you about earlier. She had all kinds of animals. We had pigs, chickens, wow. goats, um, all kinds of cows. Uh, just, it was so fun going over. She had so many dogs. I think the most dogs that she had were like 10 dogs at like one time when she passed, she had three dogs. Like she was not giving up her dogs. Like she's a dog lady. Um, Loved being with the animals and loved being with her. Um, we would cook together. So she would like prop me up a little stool, tell me how to make eggs and like simple things like that. She would always make me little PB and J toast, but she would cut it into like a bunch of little squares and then she would put different types of spreads on each one. So you could like choose your own destiny. Oh my gosh. I know we would do like guava jam, blackberry oh, so jam. So she was already like, like, yeah. Okay. Like, from a young age, like she, my snacks You knew were what a like charcuterie bougie. was at like five. She's like, I will not have this spoussan. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like- Borsin, what is it, Borsin? Borsin, yeah, the, the garlic uh, nerve. It wasn't like fancy or anything. Um, but she like, it, you she, know what I mean? She gave you the like, options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, no one sees that when like they're flavors. little. Yeah. yeah. Um, my whole family just likes food a lot. So I got to taste a lot of things that might not be like normal for a kid to taste. Like yeah. my dad grew up on a farm, so they would make things like head cheese. I don't know if you know what that is. Only the weed. <laughs> okay. So head cheese gets that name because the product is set into a block and it's cut up like a cheese. You take the head of like a cow or a pig or something like that and you boil it down and all of the collagen from the ears and the snout and all of that stuff will thicken up your broth and you make like a really nice broth so you put like aromatics all kinds of things it's nice i know it sounds really horrible and gross but it's a way to fully use that product and farmers and things like that will do that so right. and then all like the cheek meat that's really good meat cheek meat so good and then you shred it up you set it in your block and then you take your broth and you pour it over and then the gelatinous broth sets the head cheese Ugh. so i know that sounds crazy it's a very country thing um i mean it's it's just that we don't realize how things get to our plate yeah so it's sure. like there's a lot of crazy shit for you sure. know but like if you gave me this head cheese and didn't tell me what the fuck was in it i might have ate it and been like this is great you it's know basically I mean? like a country style terrine if you know what like a french terrine is it's like the same 
thing. It's mm-hmm. like a fine, kind of fine dining thing. I don't but know the terrain thing either. It's the same thing. It just I, is like I, the my level French of fine dining was like, I mean, now I guess I've been to like, you know, it'll be fine dining because I'm, you know, bougier. But when I was bartending, like I did maybe like one high end restaurant. Got it. And then, um, I was just like, I don't want to fucking talk about if you're Manhattan or you're Negroni or whatever the oh, fuck. Oh, the Negroni. And you know what? It's funny Ugh. because now I love Negronis. Literally, you like them? I just started liking I them can't. in Mexico because you made it with this different tangeray. It's like a, it's called the, it's like the something Sevilla orange or something tangeray. It's better for me. Well, I don't know. It's crazy because you know your palate changes. Yep. They say your taste That's buds true. change every That's seven true. years. Yep. Do you believe that? I do because on a cellular level, our cells are always multiplying yeah. and and changing. So I it, eat like everything I would never eat when I was little, like peppers, yeah. mushroom, onion. Like I would never touch it. It would not oh, be around okay. me. I've and now always I'm like, really yeah. liked food. There wasn't. There's not very many things now that I don't like. But even as a kid, like. Yeah, my yeah. mom's always like, you are such a good eater. And I'm like, thanks. Like, <laughs> and I was picky. I'm like, I'm eating cereal every day. <laughs> I love cereal too. Like, there's really not much that I don't like. I don't like the texture of a hard-boiled egg white. I don't love that. So, like, deviled eggs and things like that, I don't love. See, I fuck an egg up just with some salt, but I don't eat I don't the love yolk. It. I do like the, the white part. Okay. Yeah, I'll just, like, eat The that. yolk is bad, too, though, because it gets chalky. A soft boil, though, when the yolk is still runny, I'm in. Oh, like a medium, over in. medium or something? Yeah, or when it's, like, a soft-boiled egg, like what they put on top of ramen, oh, where it has okay. the soft... Yeah, like, gotcha. I'll fuck that up, but... Yeah, or like a over easy sunny oh, side an up. English muffin. That's Any of that shit. is fine, but the second you hard boil it, that just it okay, does so something. You're 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 basically in delectables your whole life. Yeah. What what do you cook in now that you get in the kitchen and you're like, okay, I can. This is something I'm really good at. Like I have a talent here. I love dough. So like anything that's made from a dough, pasta, tortillas, things like sticky buns, anything that's like a yeast risen dough. Well, tortillas aren't a yeast risen So the first dough, thing you made was, but, was it, was it a dough thing? Um, I, I did bake a lot, uh, growing up. Both of my grandmothers on both sides were into baking. My Nana, my, my mother's mom, uh, was more into like chocolate work and like things like that. And then my father's mother, she was like, there's a bakery. Oh, it's not open anymore. But there was this bakery that was very famous in Jacksonville called Edgewood Bakery. And she was like one of the original wedding cake decorators there when it opened up in like the 1940s. Wow. Um, so like cake and like baked goods and all of the sweets and things were are very much like something that I really, really love and have always loved. Mm-hmm. But then when you start cooking professionally and you're a woman and you bake, everyone thinks you're cute and they don't respect <laughs> you. Okay. So then when I got into like culinary school and like restaurants, I would be like, I want to butcher. I want to work grill. I want to work saute. Like, don't put me over in pastry. Like, I don't bake. Don't talk to me about it. And um, then eventually, like, I would always get called like, um, the pastry chef like quit or um, pastry chef is, has a broken leg or like whatever. And like, <laughs> we know that you can do it. So, um, can you come in like 45 minutes earlier for your shift today? <laughs> and like, I always end up doing it. And I'm like, ah, the universe yeah. just like always puts me back into sweets. Um, I can do a lot more than that, but I do love sweets. Sweets are like, I get extra excited. Right. Okay. So, um, when you're like, what age do you decide that I want to make a business out of this like is it just when you actually left florida Um, like would you consider that like would you consider coming to vegas basically cannabis yes for cannabis specifically yes okay um for food in general 
no um i have been writing like restaurant concepts like business concepts since before i even went to culinary school like when i was a teenager i would be like oh i would like write down the cost and stuff too like i've always been like, meticulous about that and then when i got in culinary school and like i learned how to do all of that the right way i was like oh okay like i love keeping all that really nice right um but yeah, I kind of always have wanted to own businesses. Obviously, when I was younger, they were a lot more immature. Like one of the first like business plans I ever wrote was for like a music venue. I was a scene kid, so I like went to all the hardcore shows and stuff like what? growing up. A scene kid? What's that? Um, so like <laughs> in the early 2000s, like all the little like local hardcore bands, my scene kids out there now. But like you just go to like the local hardcore shows and like get in the mosh pits and like oh you were whole... mosh pit yeah 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 were you like yeah yeah and my brother like my older brother was in like one of the local hardcore bands and I would like set up their merch table and sell their stuff were you and... like goth at one point I wouldn't say that I was also raised very Christian so okay. like I wasn't allowed to like dress like I wasn't allowed to dye my hair weird colors and like gotcha other stuff my friends were doing so I probably would have been like <laughs> pretty goth looking if my mom would have let me. I were you guys allowed a lot Halloween? of eyeliner were you allowed to celebrate Halloween or not we did the fall festival at okay. the church yeah because I grew up Christian and we were not allowed to go out at, at yeah. a certain point my mom was like we are not doing Halloween it's the devil's hell today and then we would sneak out like me and my sister would sneak yeah. out yeah <laughs> of course yeah um they did like fall festival at the church and they still let us wear harvest. costumes and stuff yeah. yeah it's like the harvest it's the same thing trunk whatever the trunk fall. retreat <laughs> yeah for sure went to a lot of that <laughs> yeah <coughs> okay so i think i'm ready to to start eating and yeah getting our shit we probably together. need to get some food in all here. right we'll see you in the kitchen <laughs> Okay, so you marinated the chicken, the buttermilk. Yep, okay. it's uh, buttermilk, some hot sauce, and my spices. There's sage, ground mustard, a little bit of cayenne. Very light on the cayenne. I didn't go hard. Um, it's, it's it's not gonna be that spicy. Um, garlic powder, onion powder, smoked paprika. Should be everything. A little MSG. I do MSG too for chicken. Is that the bad stuff? Is that what people try to say? So they from? do try to say that um, MSG is bad. And that started with some good old classic American racism. Um, because at the time, um, it was kind of like, I don't want to call it a war on Chinese food. That feels dramatic. But there was like a lot of like, Chinese food will make you sick. MSG mm -hmm. is bad. Like just racism against Asian Americans. So that's where a lot of like the MSG uh, kind of stuff stems from. It's perfectly safe. It's just salt that's been fractured a little bit. Like it's not really, it just makes things taste really good, especially like fried chicken and stuff. And all of like KFC, Popeyes, places like that, they're all using MSG for sure. So we're gonna start with our leg quarters. They'll take the longest to cook. Okay, that's my apron for the day. Yeah, nice. I'm mad because I definitely must have thrown it out when I moved. I don't know why. I was probably like, do you I'm have like there. a cute one that you love? Well, I had one because like in my first when I first started doing YouTube videos, we used to do like I would do like how to be Italian. Oh, that's funny. And, like my girl that's Italian would like 
cook and we would cook so we got like mustaches and like hats and like aprons that's fun and then i did like how to be hawaiian and my hawaiian friends like made spam musubi oh that's cool yeah but um and then we were like coconut bras and like my one girl hula that's cool yeah so i was doing like so i had an apron that said your opinion is not in the recipe <laughs> i like that and i'm like damn did i fucking throw it out <laughs> Your opinion is not, not in the, in the recipe. recipe. <laughs> I like that. It's soaked in the buttermilk and then it'll have some of the buttermilk still stuck to the outside and then you just press it down in the seasoned flour. I always add a little bit of cornstarch to my seasoned flour as well. It helps with crispiness. What's your favorite type of cuisine? I ate a lot of Cuban food and Southern food growing up. My mom's from Miami, so she would make Ooh. a lot of Cuban food growing up. Um, and then my dad is like a country guy raised on a farm. So we had a lot of country food too. And I really love both of those a lot. So when you say country, what do you mean? Um, just like Southern. Um, so Northeast Florida is the closest to Georgia. So most of like the Southern style stuff that I'm used to is probably more of a Georgia thing than actually a Florida thing. <laughs> Cause like when I think country, I think like Cornbread. Yeah. Fried chicken. Yep. Greens. Yep. Mac and cheese. Pretty much Absolutely. like soul food, I guess. It's yeah. Soul food. soul food and Southern food are pretty similar. Um, there's some, it depends on where you're at, uh, what those words mean kind of in the South. Every Southern state has its own kind of flavor for food. So all those little flakes that I just like took off of my glove here from the breading like f that's all from the buttermilk right and that actually I'll actually drizzle buttermilk into my dredge flour before I use it to create some of those crumbs because that's Ooh. what creates like the craggy um crispy good bits when it gets fried up so you just want to really like press and then pick it up shake it and then press again because there'll be little spots that might open up every time you kind of pick it up. And you just want to make sure you get a super good coating. Mm. If you don't, some of the juices from the chicken will leak out into your fryer during the cooking process. And that's when it can kind of become not as fun of a time. That's when you'll hear all those loud pops. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, I only ever, like, see my mom make cutlets. Oh. Chicken cutlets are the best. And so when she came here for... Christmas, she tried to make cutlets for me. We couldn't find adobo, like in normal stores. Oh. Like even Walmart didn't have it. And you know, the Walmart like by my house is like one of those half-ass Walmarts. So like she oh, was so like mad the neighborhood in there. marketplace or whatever. <laughs> she was so mad in there. We couldn't find adobo, so she got this other shit, and it, like it just didn't taste the same. Uh, and um, I didn't even think to go to like Mariana or something. Yeah, because yeah. there is one kind of by me. But, you know, they're only, like, in certain places. Yeah, that's true. You can only, like, get access to them in certain places. That's where they have all the good stuff. That's where I get all, like, my tropical fruit purees from Mariana's. They have the best ones. Do I need to do anything? I feel like I'm... No. I just got it. I got an apron off. I don't need to do shit. <laughs> We're gonna I'm just going to be dropping this moral support here. right here. <laughs> do you want to do something? I can absolutely give you a project if you want If you want, want to, yeah, to. give me something to do. I mean, I feel like, okay. you know, I'm, I'm here. When it's time to fire the waffles, I'll have you do that. <laughs> waffles! Okay. Hopefully we're at 350, 375. That'd be great. So the leg quarters, 
anytime you have like a connecting like joint on a piece of meat, it that joint takes a while to get hot. So we're gonna fry these until they look nice and brown and then we'll actually put them on this rack and finish it in the oven. All right, so then we'll just, anytime with frying, you just kinda wanna swim it in and just gently drop. Never wanna drop anything super crazy. And always do it kind of away from yourself. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're pretty close to that boiling oil. I'm, I'm scared. That shit would have already popped off and hit me in my eyeball. No, it's okay. I actually have had uh, an injury to my cornea from grease from a fryer. Really? Yep. From some chicken livers. Ooh. We had a chicken liver dish at one of the restaurants I worked at. And they fucked me up. Yeah, we'll just let it get golden brown and then we'll pop it in the oven, let it finish through um, until it's 165 internal temperature so we don't get salmonella. Salmonella? You get salmonella only from eating meat though? Salmonella is most commonly in poultry and eggs. Okay. Um, you can get it from other types of meats, yes. Um, it's, it's barnyard animals and it's because it this is disgusting but it's an infected feces so if there's like infected feces on the farm and all the animals walk around in it there's yeah. salmonella outbreak on right your entire that's farm why they now. say like you don't know where like where your fucking shit's been because yeah. like you don't know what it's sat like before it got to yeah. you you know yeah so i can see how people like grow their own shit and they're content with like okay that's fine you know, but like I can't, I, I personally, I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck, how it got here for the most part. Yeah. For a lot of places. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, all right, I can't do it every day. <laughs> yes. You don't know Knowing, where the fuck, you don't know what the fuck. Yeah. Even in some produce sometimes, if yeah. contaminated water gets used on the produce, you can get E. coli or like. That's why it's like, for me, I'm like. Different types of parasites. I have to try and go to a farmer's market or something because I don't yeah. even know if these apples are being sprayed with whatever the fuck. Yeah. No. And that's, that's why they last for fucking three weeks. <laughs> yes. Or they oh my like, god, they're still not bad. <laughs> and then you don't get the nutrients, and then in American soil, like our nutrient levels have were there were scientists it's really hard that to noticed it. America. It is. There were scientists that noticed that the nutrient levels in our soil were depleting, like back in the '60s, and they were like, "Hey, um, maybe we should." And everyone was like, "Nah, you fucking hippies." <laughs> and now, like, and now we have climate. What? What the fuck? What is it called? Climate change yep. out here in Vegas on the West Coast. Yeah, it's randomly cold. All right, sure. We got snow that doesn't burn. The snow doesn't burn. It just, it's fake. <laughs> you said there's nine. Yep, so there are nine major allergens that the FDA considers. They're wheat, soy, shellfish, fish, um, blanket, peanuts. I feel like this is a pop quiz. Sesame, <laughs> sesame just recently got added. Sesame's okay. a new one, but sesame's on there now. Peanuts, uh, tree nuts. We said sesame, uh, dairy, and eggs. So those are the, like the nine major things that the FDA, you have to label when those things are in there. Um, oh, that's why some of the things say contains. Or processed in a facility that, that contains, contains milk, eggs, correct. whatever. Yeah. Okay, got you. Yeah. Is meat um, on there? No. So, uh, well, other than fish and shrimp, if you okay. consider that meat. But um, no, there are not meats that are on there. Gotcha. So that's good. 
But yeah, when you have fish and shellfish in something, like you shouldn't be cross-contaminating that because that's like a huge allergy issue. Okay. Same thing with like peanut butter. Like you right. shouldn't do cross. I just remember the peanut, the peanut table, peanut yeah, free table for the kids. And yeah. there was like one person at the peanut free table. Oh, and <laughs> a poor kid. Yeah. Now with the schools, they they don't let you bring peanut butter in at all. I really? know some parents that have said like they can't send their kids to school with like peanut butter and jelly. Because they can't have it at the school or they can't bring like cupcakes in for their birthdays or whatever that might have Reese's or like something on it like that. I love Reese's. They're like I my too. favorite. So delicious. Cheers to our oh, yeah. Cheers. beautiful day so far. Okay. So you're also the culinary director for Green Therapeutics? Yep. Okay. So tell me about it. What is that? So Green Therapeutics is a local to Vegas brand, which is cool. Um, our brands are Tsunami and GT Flowers. GT Flowers is going to transition into being Tsunami. I'll explain why in a second. And then Provisions is our distillate brand. So um, Tsunami is our concentrate brand. We win a lot of awards uh, with that. I know we've won High Times Cup a couple of times. We've won the Nuwu Cup a couple of times. Uh, Vegas Weekly, a, a bunch of awards with uh, Tsunami. It's really, really good. Um, concentrates. The reason that I think that it's so special, it's all one facility. So like our garden is in the same facility that that bud gets extracted in. I was BHO extraction for Tsunami. Um, we do have a guy that does some solventless stuff, but none of it has gotten out on the market yet, but we are working on solventless. Hopefully that'll be something that we can get out in the near future. That'll be really cool. But um, Tsunami is so good. <laughs> um, everybody loves Tsunami. Uh, dab, it's just, it's so So that's tasty. what I'm going to be dabbing? Yeah, that's okay. what you'll be dabbing That's what I'll sure. be dabbing. Um, yeah, oh, we have some good sativas too. I know you're a sativa girl. So yeah, I'll have to bring you some stuff next time we're, we get together. But um, yes, yeah, so that's our concentrate brand. The Garden GT Flowers, it's the same flower that's, in the strain for Tsunami. And a lot of people don't make that connection. Mm -hmm. So we're rebranding GT flowers to be Tsunami flowers. So people will be able to know like, that's all the same garden that you can literally buy the flower and buy the concentrate and smoke them back to back. And it was like from the same harvest, um, which I love doing that. That's really fun too. Um, and then Provisions is our distillate brand and it will transition into being our lower tier flower as well. Um, but it's really good, high quality distillate. We don't use failed material, which is pretty unique. Um, some distillate brands will use material that have failed for things like mold and heavy metals and mm -hmm. pesticides and stuff. And like technically, yes, those things get cooked out in the distillate making process. But if you start with good starting material, your end material is going to be that much better. And the lab manager, I work very closely with the lab manager of Provisions, and he's incredible. He's super intelligent, um, cares a lot about the product. It's not just like a job to him. He like really, really, truly cares. So I think that definitely makes our distillate stand out. Um, I have caramels out under Provisions that are made with distillate. Most of my role so far has been R&D. I've done R&D on like over 20 products, but I don't have space. I have like literally one table that's this size <laughs> in the ethanol extraction room. So like, I'm just like their mascot in there. <laughs> and sometimes they're like, hey. She's, she's behind the scenes. She's doing yeah. it all. <laughs> yeah. So you're pre basically doing private events for people and stuff too, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So how do you feel like 
you still work with, you know, Green Therapeutics, but like pretty much you're on your own at this point. Yeah, right? for Like sure. with making your own schedule Absolutely. and decisions. So like, how does it feel compared to when you used to work for corporate executive and high-end places to like now? So the thing for me is creative control. Um, like getting a menu approved when I worked at Marriott, I would have to, first of all, you're planning your menus so far in advance, you can't really be on trend with things, which I didn't like. Because I had come from restaurants where I was making like, you know, cutting edge stuff. And I was used to being able to like, do keep up with trends mm -hmm. and like be able to print menus in house. So if I wanted to change something that night, I could. Um, you would have to do this like months in advance. And then it would have to go through like, so many people and they all have their own preferences and opinions right and a lot of them are like older or out of touch with trends a lot of times too and so they'll like i literally had an event manager that just like didn't like chocolate and so he was like i don't ever sell chocolate to my clients and i'm like but what if your client likes chocolate right like yeah what is this and there was like so many people like that like throughout the corporate chain that it like clogs it up. Like if everyone was great and like great at their job, sick, it would, it would, it would be fine, but that's not the case. So working with people that like inhibit you is infuriating for me. Mm. Um, so I was tired of people like getting in my way or it felt like they were getting in my way. Maybe they weren't doing it on purpose, but my you, perception, well, you, you personally had a bigger yeah. plan. So you're like, you are in my way. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, like, okay. Cool. Um, I did enjoy the job, but that was the most maddening thing about it um, was having to listen to like people's opinions that I don't necessarily respect. Gotcha. And restaurants, I would just choose chefs that I respected to work for. So like if my executive chef was like, I hate that dessert. I'd be like, yeah, chef. And I'd fix it. <laughs> um, but if I have like some old lady that doesn't know anything about food and she's just like a corporate Marriott person and is like, I don't like this dessert because the way you plated it is weird. And I'm like, if you look what Alenia is doing <laughs> or like the number one restaurant in the world right now, they're plating like, okay, but I'm not, okay. Cool. Right. Cool. So um, it's nice to be able to make decisions. I like making things personalized as well. Right. So. So when someone like hires you for that private party, you're really yeah. catering to, yeah. Yes. Like someone's vision. Like I, I love, that's what I love about cake too. Like someone coming to you and being like, Hey, I'm having a party. This is the theme. I don't know what I'm going to, I want to do necessarily. Here's like a color swatch and like flavors. I like, I love clients like that. Cause then I'm going to come to you with like five ideas. I'll budget different budgets. So like whatever budget you have, or like, if you want to get crazy, we can get crazy. If you want to keep it conservative, we can be conservative and I'll give clients like a few ideas based on their vision. So that we're like bringing it to life together versus like, right. you're coming into my restaurant and you came here because you saw a good review on I Yelp. just feel like there's nothing happy 420 by the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just like that. I think there's nothing like working for yourself or just like, doing your own thing when you can be in control. Like you said, creative yes. control creative is everything. Controls. Yes. Shout out to Megan for drinking champagne just as fast as me. Yeah. <laughs> she has not fallen behind <laughs> on her big bottle. Restaurant chefs know how to drink. I'm sure you probably just have a, <laughs> a cup like next to you while you're, that's what we used to do. Like bartending or in the restaurants, we would always have a cup. Oh yeah. Just for sitting sure. there like behind some, some object. Yes. At the end of like my road in Jersey, I was drinking 
rumple mints. Oh, <laughs> that is such a bartender <laughs> fucking drink too. Oh it's my god, it's clear and it tastes like gum. Ugh. So I didn't mix it. I just did rumple mints on ice, and it looked like water. And I would just drink that no. all night. What? Because you know our boss like started like realizing we were drinking all the Don Julio. Ugh. So we switched. I switched to like rumple mints. Someone else would do like fireball or just some nasty shit. What about Fernet? Did you did your no, people No, I would never drink that. Oh my god. All the servers in like the Jacksonville scene, they were all I don't know like how people really drink it. I Fernet. hate licorice. I hate licorice. But I do like Swedish fish shots, so that's Black House. Okay. Yeah. They all like have t shirts that say like Fernet about it and I'm just like, <laughs> it's not for me. Okay. Well they're they're serious. They're really, really real about that. <laughs> I've been pressured to take Fernet shots like so many <laughs> times in my life. I don't know Fernet. All right, so we'll start firing some waffles. I got a little bit of bacon grease that we're gonna cook them in. Cause why not? Another thing that my grandmother's taught me, always have a jar of bacon grease around. We're just gonna gently add a little bit of bacon grease in the bottom of our waffle iron here. And then with the uppers, I usually just start on the top row and let it drip. And then we have our cornbread batter. And this is just a pretty standard yellow cornmeal um, buttermilk batter. Most Southern mamas have a recipe that's pretty similar to this. We'll get a scoop. Oh, you just put it like there. a little ice cream scoop? Yep. One scoop gets you a nice filled up waffle. And then when we get them down, I kind of just press a little bit, let it kind of slowly close and close her up. We might get a little bit of splu jack. I've never out the seen sides. waffles like that together like that yeah because this is cornbread batter oh okay and it's cold so the butter gotcha. in it has like seized up when it's when it's not cold the butter is more liquid and it's not as thick gotcha but um okay chicken's coming out yep and we're just salting both sides we'll sprinkle drain on our wire rack here so we don't get greasy soggy weirdness oh is that like a replacement for paper towels yeah <laughs> um so paper towel will just absorb your grease and hold it there and it'll be like uh, up next to it this lets it completely drip gotcha all the way down so you don't get any uh any bullshit that you don't want do you remember your first time getting faded yes so um i was again raised really really heavy in the church so i was really scared to like ever try anything mm -hmm. so i was actually 23 the first time that i tried um cannabis and i like i immediately looked at my friend and was like how come this is the one that's illegal and she was like you get it right um and, I, and then after that i was like a huge pothead like immediately <laughs> 
wanted to smoke all 23 though that's waiting that you waited a long time yeah yeah it's because dare class and the church like really really worked on me oh dare you know i want to dare it i want a dare essay you did <laughs> yeah when i was little and I don't even know how. And I, I won tickets. Um, I won, like, free show to see this, like, boy band at the time. Oh, who? Okay. Let me... Dream Street. Do you remember them? Yes. <laughs> Baby is... down on Dream Street. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's who I got to see. That was my prize. And that look at me now. so funny. And then I got... And then I got everyone in trouble for smoking... Everyone um, smoking weed at prom with me. So we all couldn't walk because I went to a Christian high school. No! So, yeah, we were all banned from walking, but we were, like, in, like, the sermon about, like, being the devil's fucking whatever the fuck. I don't know. Oh, my God. It was God. bad. I'm like, can you save me my diploma? Seriously. <laughs> Thank the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I, like, really believed all that shit. Like, everything from church, like, everything from dare. I was like, oh, my gosh. I can't do this. Well, you know what I realized, too? A lot of it is, um, you know, like, I'd rather have faith over fear. And a lot of these religions just teach people fear and yes. lack rather than, you know, inner self and things like that. So I've just been more just like, you know, I don't put, I don't knock what anyone does. But for me personally, I just want to live my life just and actually be in control of my life because I know I'm in control of it, right? There's nothing else that's going to, make my life happen for me no matter how hard I pray about it or whatever else I might do for that sacrifice but yes. for me personally I just know that I'm in control so it it's like that's what I've been doing <laughs> that realization for me too was like hit like a ton of bricks like when I finally realized like I'm 100% in control like sky daddy may or may not be there but like actually <laughs> sky going, daddy yeah <laughs> Like, he may or may not I have there. never heard that ever. Sky Daddy, that is a first. You know, <laughs> Holy Spirit, whatever you want to call it. But it's like, how, I don't know. You know, I think it's also, um, I've, I feel like a lot of Christians feel that way, to be honest. I don't think, yeah. you don't really hear a lot of other people doubting things because, you know, there's some different principles that are taught in different things. Yes. So, um, yeah, definitely feel that. I grew up Baptist, so. Me too. Really? Oh, there we go. We got, we got trauma. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Bible camp. That's where I met my best friend that I'm still friends with, and we were just evil together. I was a Bible camp counselor <laughs> from the time I was 21 until I was 24, I think was my last Right after you started smoking. <laughs> the last summer when I was actively a pothead, I would sneak off campus and, like, go smoke and, like, shit. That's dessert, yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
So we have our buttermilk fried chicken here. I finished it off with some Maldon infused flaky sea salt. Um, it's infused with garlic butter, so that is a little different from our dosi, but I thought it was a fun addition. And then we have our cornbread waffle, and then our little cannabis leaf is uh, infused with dosi dough maple butter. Mm -hmm. And then we have some maple passion fruit syrup as well. Uh, I'm so excited. And they have CBD here too, <laughs> if you need it at the end, if you're like, bitch, I'm fucked up. Oh yeah, because isn't that a way to like come down on mm -hmm. being high is taking yep. CBD? So, um, and it's stuff that I made too, actually. So, so do you have it specifically made for like, pe when people are at dinner and say you're like doing a thing? Yeah, I'll keep CBD. I don't tell advertise that, right. but I will keep it on me. Right, yeah. in case. Okay. <laughs> Just falling off. I'm excited to hear the ASMR. <laughs> yeah, from the crunch. I love a good crunch. Have you crunch ever done a mukbang? I haven't done a mukbang. I should do one though. I actually like tried to do a couple in my in the beginning of my podcast because I we saw that they got together. millions of views. So I did an urban crawfish mukbang. Oh my god! Yeah. Have you ever been there? No. Is it good? It's one of the better seafood boils. Like I won't go to hot and juicy or boiling crab. Like that's number one probably for a seafood, for a seafood boil. boil, but. I was trying to like get fancy and I'm like, all right, I'm going to try these frog legs and like, oh, I love frog legs. Were they good? No, I couldn't do it. I saw the tendons oh. snapping and it was just oh, like, oh, well, yeah, <laughs> you got a fat ass quad and I was yeah. like, I don't know. I can do they do have that. really strong quads. <laughs> I'm trying to do crawfish Ooh. too. <laughs> Whoop, there it goes. That's okay. Oh my God, my skin is so good. Nothing like a good chicken skin, you know? I, I love that you love dark meat too. <laughs> Yep. Some people are haters. Life. The dark meat haters. I feel like it just tastes better. They just don't like flavor. Okay, so where did the concept of chicken and waffles come from? Because that's just like, is it just a Southern thing? So yeah, um, I want to say it originated in Atlanta. I could be incorrect on that, but I feel like, like Roscoe's is like a really big one in Atlanta. Um, but yeah, it's just a southern like staple breakfast food. It's delicious. Because you never think to put both together. You know what I mean? Like in a yeah. normal world, you're like, who's chicken with waffles? But then it just became a thing. Yeah. And like even IHOP does it with fucking chicken fingers, which whatever. You should have some <laughs> you should have some bone in chicken with a chicken and waffle. I'm a big believer in the bone in chicken. It's part of the experience. Do you eat the chicken with the waffle though? Yeah, for sure. I always do a couple of bites of just waffle first. <laughs> I don't know why. It just feels right. Have you had a cornbread waffle before? First time? I don't think so. Nice. I love cornbread based items. So like hush puppies. Oh, is that what a hush puppy is? Mm -hmm. Cornbread? It's just fried cornbread. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I never, I never had those. Mm. You never had them? I don't like. I I'll think... fix that for you. <laughs> I'll fix that for you. I make really good like cheesy jalapeno ones. So good. Mm. A hush puppy. And some oysters with some hot sauce. Mm. I was never oysters. We had like, I did like mussels here and there back Ooh, home. Yeah. But I, I'm, I don't like the sand. I don't want to taste the sand. Like, 
I'm weird. I get that. You know, like Sam I like octopus now. Oh yes. And that was when I started getting bougie. When I like when I was like 18, 19 is when I started. Well, I guess that's pretty young to get bougie, but like hey. you know, I was like working in the casinos, so all my regulars would want to take me out all the time. That's like, cool. All the time, you know. Nice. So they and then once people saw my appetite, they're like, "Damn, bitch! Like we didn't expect you to eat like from A to Z." I'm like, uh, "Yeah, plus three bottles of wine, that martini. Yep, like we getting it all. Like I, yeah. can, I'm like white chicks when they're like, perhaps a salad, perhaps not, <laughs> perhaps <laughs> I'll <not>. take. <laughs> I love buttered in onions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And then I started eating octopus and I was like, it was just something I would never even eat so before. Good. And I do like a good grilled octopus, mm, but okay. it has to be good. Right. Done right. Or else it's like to the texture is yes. too rubbery. It needs to be pressure cooked first. Okay. That's why mm -hmm. some places are better than others. Yes. You need to, well, it doesn't have to be pressure cooked first. That's my preferred way, but it needs to be like braised or like cooked in some way that it breaks down some of that connective tissue for you. And then it'll be really tender and lovely. And cheers. cheers to Megan, because she don't drink water. She drinks champagne. <laughs> <laughs> I drink water, too. <laughs> I like champagne. She's like, I'll just chase it with champagne. I'm like, perfect. Restaurant chefs can definitely drink. I don't drink like I used to. But Me either. Unfortunately, I had to stop. <laughs> it comes out sometimes, and people will be like, whoa, you're really uh, throwing it back. Are and you one of those people that can hold it together and no one knows you're drunk? Yes. Like, no one has any idea, and I'll be fucking hammered. And people will be like, can you drive? And I'll be like, I had 12 drinks tonight. And they're like, excuse me? And I'm like, yeah, this is 12 drink, Meg. No, that's me. Welcome. I literally will be like, I'll, I'll be walking straight as fuck, and then the next day I don't remember anything. Nothing. And people are like, you were, I'm like, what happened last night? They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't remember. And I'm like, you look fine. I'm like, yeah, I was shit -faced. I wasn't fine. <laughs> yeah. I had to dial back on drinking because of that for sure. Getting out of restaurants helped me kind well, of Well, I guess, you know, if you think about it, like the restaurant industry really breeds degenerates. Like hundred percent. Like I grew up bar serving since I was 15. And then I went into bartending, mm -hmm. bartending for 15 years, drank every shift. Yep. That's <laughs> what you do. You Everybody does. And then you get off and you drink. What mm -hmm. are you going to do at 5 a.m. when you get off the nightclub? You're going to go Nothing. drink because you can't sleep because exactly. you're too wired. So now you're you have to stressed. go take a shot to go to bed. Exactly. And then I got to wake up for my next shift at 10 a.m. because I worked doubles and triples my whole life. I love so. working a good double. I love a clopin. <laughs> a clopin. Yeah. Oh, clopin. The worst. Mmm. Yeah, people don't realize that. And that's how I think that's also a problem with um, Vegas. Mm-hmm. Because, like, in Jersey, we were all degenerates in Atlantic City. Like, we worked in the casinos, like that. But we did our job. We wanted yeah. to make money. It never stopped us from showing up. We would show up throwing up. We didn't care. Yeah. Vegas was like, oh, I'm, I'm hungover. I can't go to work. I'm like, what do you mean? What? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Really? Yeah. That's weird. It's like, it's like people aren't, aren't, like, built for the degeneracy. They just are built to live with it but they they still can't function on it i'm so strange you know what i mean it's all it's almost like smoking weed but you don't know how to function like you can't do it like you can't be productive if you don't know how to work it same thing with drinking <laughs> like you gotta learn the steps to go back to work the next day yeah like <laughs> yeah we had a like a ritual me and one of my friends we would like drink to a certain point and then we'd start sobering up to a certain point and one of us usually was working an AM and the other one was working a PM. So mm -hmm. like one would drop the other one off and then pick the other one up. 
and we had like a trade of sleeping and being hammered. Yeah. That was fun. So definitely had some, yeah, I had to, I definitely slowed down too. And it actually helps yeah. because I don't really like go out much here. Yeah. I don't so either. I don't have to like feel like I need to drink. It's like, I don't really drink at home. I'm not a home drinker. I'll drink wine sometimes, but it doesn't like do much for me. So, but I'm a good like party bartender. Like I'm, I can make anything good. Margaritas, sangrias, like everything. Sangria That's gets the party I was gonna bring. going. I was like, yeah. I love a sangria. Good sangria. Do you have like a worse ever drunk story that you're not afraid to talk about? All of my drunk stories are like funny. Um, I didn't really like do anything. I did punch men that would <laughs> fuck with my friends because I've always been the big girl of the group and like any of like my small like little petite friends when a man would be like Extra. cornering them in the bar I would mm -hmm. be like hey are you good and they'd be like no I'm like very bad right now and I'd be like hey do you understand like how you're making her feel like do you understand what your actions are doing right now and I'd start nice and then a lot of times they'd bow up at me and I would just palm strike their nose every time break their nose not always, but yeah. And Damn. like the, I went to a bar where the bouncer knew me, so he didn't care that I did this, <laughs> but I was just like punching men, like terrible <laughs> men, like all the time. And I didn't give a fuck. I was like, what are you going to do? You were being a piece of shit. Like a lot of times they were like grabbing on my friends or like being aggressive to mm -hmm. my friends. And like, you were always like the, no, yeah, no, you were their security. That's not happening. That's how I do a lot too. I'm the one that's like, can you stop like annoying her? She doesn't want to fuck you. Yeah, can you leave? We're not, we're, this isn't going anywhere for you. But I did learn that um, it's just, you have to walk the fine line. Yeah. Because people are crazy. And pe when you hit someone's ego, like it's a whole nother level if you hit someone's ego. Yes. Like men Accurate. take that shit to heart so oh, yeah. much. You know what I mean? Men so. hate me. <laughs> men hate me. Um, yeah, I just fuck this shit up. Especially like in the restaurant industry too, like all the chef bros that are like very sexist and shit, they hate me. So you were saying that before, like how um, it's a little sexist in the chef industry, I guess? Yes, extremely. So extremely. it's just like, I mean, what level does it go to? Like people just quit their jobs because they can't handle it or? Some, yeah. Um, some will do it for a little bit and then they'll realize like I can't make money because I can't get to the level that I want and they'll just leave. And, and I'll never get there because I'm going to be blocked for being a woman. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, they, the restaurant industry will refer to like garmage and pantry or well pantry and garmage are the same. Um, those kind of stations and pastry um, as like the pink ghetto because that's like where women get stuck. Mm. Um, it's a problem in the industry for sure. And it's just because, like, some men like women in charge to a point that it becomes, like, fetishizing, which demeans you. Like, dominatrix. Yeah. And so you'll have, like, guys be like, ooh, yeah, baby, tell me what to do. And, like, sexualize you in front of the staff. Mm. And they think that they're helping, but it's like, that's not helping me with the staff at all. And then you have staff that like just flat out doesn't like that you're in charge because you're a woman and like will try to do like the opposite of what you're instructing them to do just because they don't right. want to listen to a girl. Or like, I literally had a sous chef. I was the executive pastry chef of this restaurant. Like I was in management, like. 
my name was on the menu, like I was important. Um, the sous chef during pre-shift like meetup of all the servers literally told me that I would figure out that professional kitchens were not the places for women and that I would learn if I could find a man. He literally said, if you can find a man that can tolerate you, you'll learn that your skills are better suited for the home. And he said that in front of my entire staff that I was the executive pastry chef of during a meeting. Wow. Yeah. I was like 21 when that happened, 2021. Yeah, like my entire career has just been like a, a lot of terrible so it, men. it just even kind of makes you better to just be your own boss when it's like you don't yes. have to listen to anyone's bullshit. Yes. And that's not to say that like every person I've ever worked with has been sexist like that. I've worked with like some really incredible people too. But the overall culture, especially in fine dining, is like chef bros that like get off on being like intellectually cooler right. than you it's very weird it's a very weird industry dynamic mm -hmm. yeah and i i didn't like that that was really annoying to deal with i'm glad that i don't have to deal with that cannabis is male dominated too but i mean the world is male dominated i yeah. guess you could say for the most part yeah i'm one of i think three women at gt me ivy dallas delilah four four of us and in the room that I work in, only one. So, like in management, I'm the only one. Well, cheers to um, Women's History Month. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Have you had like a support system during all of this? Like, has it been your husband? No. Or has it like, who's, you know, like. Me. <laughs> um, my husband, now that we're together, like, yes. he's He was a huge role in me, like getting mental health care and like taking care of myself. Um, I would come home from like really bad days and he would be like, I think something might be wrong with you mentally. Like, could you go get checked? And I would be like, absolutely not. I'm fucking perfect. Like, and he'd be like, okay. And then it was like a few years of that where he was like, can you please just go to an appointment? And then I went and they were like, cool. So you have a couple things going on. And I was like, mm, no, I don't. And they were right. like, you have high functioning anxiety and ADHD. And I was like, okay and they were like here's how it like manifests and like here's some things that you might be dealing with and here's like some resources and i was like okay so like learning that and then learning what anxiety was because i didn't really like understand like how especially high functioning anxiety because it manifests a little bit different than so did you have that like your whole life and you didn't know yeah i had no idea i thought it was just normal okay and i thought it made me good at stuff like i viewed it as a strength so it was okay. like real fucked up because like certain things that i was doing that was like literally making me sick I was like this makes me a great chef this makes me a great you know entrepreneur like me running myself into the ground doesn't right. make me great at anything but it like I don't know like you don't understand your breaking point until you're like way already past right. it and then you're like wait did I break like two months ago right and then you just have to like sit with that and like figure it out so Scott was huge in like me figuring that out. But as far as like a support through like all of the crazy shit that I went through, like I had a couple of female friends from culinary school that we were supportive to each other, like going through different things in the industry, but really like we would just get together and talk shit and just be like, oh, these fuckers are assholes and I'm sick of it. And it wasn't like real, right. like, what are you doing Solutions. to better yourself? Like, how are you fixing that? It yeah. was more like, let's complain about it. 
uh, which wasn't very good either. Right. And I didn't really realize until I got mental health care that like, just the whole situation was like bad, like right. literally in its entirety, it, w it was bad. Um, and that was, I didn't know what to do. I like cried at an appointment cause my therapist gave me this like worksheet to fill out for like self care. And it had like nine fucking columns, which how do you need to do nine different things for self care? I understand that now, but like looking at that then I was like, how do, are all of these self-care? Like, that's too much. Like, how? And I remember looking at it, and I didn't have anything that I could put in any of the columns for self-care, and I just, like, cried. I'm, like, doing such a disservice to myself to, like, push my career forward, and, like, that doesn't add up, and it's not okay. And that's when I really looked at getting out of, like, being a restaurant resort chef. Like, I was like, I have to do something different. Right. Um, I started teaching after that at like a studio, like a cooking studio, and it was really fun. But then COVID happened and gotcha. couldn't have clients in the studio to teach. So it's crazy because um. you don't realize how a lot of people that um, like have these jobs that you would look at and say, oh "My God, you're an executive pastry chef or Marriott or Win or whatever in the fuck, right?" Yeah. Like this, thing people that think people it's so cool. kill for, yeah. And in reality, you're killing yourself. Yes. While Absolutely. you're doing it. So Absolutely. I'm glad that um, you came to the other side of like. It's not know. worth it. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, it's how much like if you kill yourself, is your boss or the owner of that company really going to be like, OK, I'm sorry that you feel this way. No, they're going to be like, hey, I'm going to fire you and replace you tomorrow. Exactly. So that's where the discrepancy comes in is people like think that they're supposed to work for people forever. But like you're not. That's not yes. how that's not your de design. And I think the pandemic like, especially like. Definitely. really showed that for the restaurant industry because then people went to other industries and they were like wait a minute i don't have to go in every day and like let this fucking drunk manager yell at me right cool i'm not doing that ever again right and now the restaurant industry is like hurting for staff like well that's why everywhere you go it's shitty service shitty I know. fucking everything it's like no one they're just trying to find people to work yeah you know because no one wants to do it COVID, anymore i think a lot of and well a lot of entrepreneurs really blossomed because now they were like, all right, how do I make money when I don't have a job? So that's literally like creative. I started my podcast during 2020, Got you it. know? So um, I just had the time. I had the time to learn to edit and do all these things I never did before. Editing takes me so long. It's, a, it's, it's so hard. It's so it's, hard. I, it's easy, like I can do an easy edit now, which I'm like grateful that I'm like even at that spot, but it I takes me such it. a long time. And then when other people try to edit for me, I'm like, uh, I don't like it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've had people like show me how to do it and they're so fast and like proficient at it. Which, what do you use? What? Um, I use CapCut right now just oh, because okay. it's like very basic and like gotcha. easy. Um, more advanced ones. I'm like, I need to work yeah, up I use to Final that. Cut, yeah. Which is like for like the episode editing. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I think my SEO guy, he does a lot of CapCut on my social media things. Yeah. But I'm just like, I don't, I'm not going to sit there and like cut this up. I'm not personally. It <laughs> sucks. Angela. And then the captions, they don't know what you're saying. You have to change yep. it per caption. Uh, yep. Right. I do that every day. <laughs> yeah. And so like, it'll be like some little, I'm like, I know this is 56 words in, but I need you to change <laughs> The way that certain words, like it listens to me is so funny. Cause I don't really feel like I have an accent very much, but then when, it. cool. But then when like it auto generates the caption, sometimes I'm like, what did I say? Huh. That's not what I said at all. That's a completely different sentence now. Okay. I fucked up everything except one one little, because I want to save room for my Zipoles. 
Hell yeah. But I can pack that up for you too. <laughs> send it home with you. Stop. <laughs> She's sending me home with all this food, a whole cake. <laughs> Again, where's everyone here that wanted to get high? Yeah. Y'all are missing out. <laughs> you could have gotten high with us. We're just so independent. <laughs> We're just too independent. <laughs> I think there's such a thing though. You know, people always tell me that my whole life, like, don't you think there's such a thing as being too independent? I'm like, not really, but like, sometimes there's I'm a like, fine line. the fine line is, a fine line. the fine line is, I hope you're a good driver because I want to be driven because the gas prices are crazy <laughs> and I wouldn't, mind. To drive. I wouldn't mind getting a chauffeur. <laughs> it's pretty nice. Like, I know anytime like we go out anywhere, like I can be high as fuck or like <laughs> eat hella edibles. Right. And That's the thing. If I go to an event, I'm like, I can't even get like. I mean, drinking, I'm a designated drunk driver, but like with edibles and cannabis events, no. I'm like, all right, well, I can't eat this whole bag of kale chips because <laughs> who knows where I'm going to be. <laughs> I'll just full send it if Scott's with me because I'm like, he wants to drive. Like, I'll offer, like, I'll still be like, do you want me to drive? And he'll be like, no, passenger like, princess, babe, yeah, get I over there. You, I just saw you eat a uh, thousand milligrams. You don't need to drive. <laughs> you don't need to drive today. No, he's right. great. He's very supportive. Like... Pretty much anything I want to do business-wise, he's like, do it, you know. I'm glad you have a good, you know, that found that in somebody. He's a really good is partner. He, is he a cook? No, but he's learned a lot. So he does help me with everything in the business. Like okay. every event that we do, he's with me. Um, he focuses a lot on like cleaning and stuff. But there are certain things that he does really, really well. Um, I got him a meat grinder. Um, and he grinds all kinds of blends for like meatballs and burgers and stuff. He has like signature blends for like all the different kinds of like things that we do. And he's like nailed that in really, really well or dialed that in. Um, he's really good with meat. Uh, he, he makes <laughs> pasta. I've taught him how to make pasta. Like fresh? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. So on Monday night when I, uh, I had to teach, I teach serve safe classes. That's why I know all the weird oh, okay. stuff about, um, <laughs> the, the pathogens and salmonella and all that stuff but um i'm serve safe certified for to be a proctor and instructor so i was i had a serve safe class that i was teaching on on monday and usually i'm off on monday and scott's usually off on monday too um so he made pasta and like a fresh like rosa sauce and he made meatballs that he did like mm. he ground prosciutto into the meatballs he did like beef pork and prosciutto with like a little bit of parsley and basil. Oh, so he's getting like, in it. Yeah, like he really, he's Go ahead, see. the stuff that he's <laughs> dialed in, he's, he's really dialed it in. But he still has a lot to learn, but it, it's fun. Like on yeah. our days off together, he'll be like, I wanna learn how to make this today. And then I'll just show him. And it's cool. It's cool to see him experience. That's a cute little, little like home date. Yeah, you know, it is. Like, yeah, like aw. we love doing that. We love just like smoking and cooking and like watching Bob's Burgers or like something my stupid. My chef is out there somewhere. Whoever wants to cook for me year round. There's a lot of male <laughs> chefs, so hey. Let me know. <laughs> Angela's single. Yeah. <laughs> single and ready to eat. How many megs do I want? Yeah, I can make it as light or as heavy as you want. Can you make it like five? No. What did I have on there? 20 milligrams? Yeah. You've probably had a total of like 25 to 30 today so far. That's it? That's it. Okay. Nice. Let's ramp it up. Okay. Because <laughs> what what's in my Zapoles? So the pastry cream is about 20 milligrams per ounce. So like two good dips will give you about 20 mix. 
Oh, because you're dipping it in. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so like two really good, like, All getting right. in there. Let's make my drink a 15. 15? <laughs> gotcha. I'm going to go I'll in the make, middle. <laughs> I'll make mine the same. <laughs> yeah, drinks and stuff make it easy to, like, add or take away cannabinoids if people are... Like, oh, I don't really want more. I can make your drink without it, and it'll still taste the same, pretty much. Yeah, these sips are, like, they're pretty potent. Because, like, this whole bottle, which I've used some of this, but this whole bottle is 100 milligrams for this tiny bottle. Wow. That's why I hate, like, those things, because I feel like I can't gauge it. Like, well, how am cap, I supposed to... The cap is a measurement. Gotcha. Cool. These child safe things, I can never <laughs> fucking... There's, like, two levels in the cap. And like that first like level is five and then the next one up is 10. The next one up is 20. So you can like gauge it in the cap. But it's not that clearly marked. Because <laughs> um, I mean 100 milligrams, I, I would be fucked up to, at once. To be honest, when I first saw this product, because I know what the regs are. I was very like confused as to how they got this approved because this really doesn't fit Nevada regs. I don't know what they did. <laughs> um, I respect it. I'm glad it exists. Right. But I'm like, man, what'd you do? I, I want to do that. Be great. The regs, we have the harshest regs in this, uh, the country here in Nevada. Why? Cannabis. Oh, the casinos play a big role in that. They don't love us. Right. Yeah. They don't love that people don't make crazy, wild, impulsive decisions when they're high. Yeah. And we're like, eh, I'm just going to sit here. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, you know what? Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll gamble my rent money. <laughs> Let's do that. So you just drop them in? Yeah. Just scoop them. Drop them. So they look like, have a rustic, like, kind of look to them, which I like. You can scoop them with, like, a cookie scoop and get, like, a perfect round ball if that's what you want. But traditionally, they're kind of like a rustic right. thing. Most Italian cooking kind of is a little on the rustic side, which is why I like it. And then we'll get our spider. These cook pretty quick? Yeah, these cook fast already oh damn yeah and then i can just take this and kind of keep them, them all submerged Passion fruit pastry cream. Mm. And then we're just gonna get a little garnish on here. I like this thin one. Yeah. There we go. Oh my god, what is this? The monkey? Oh, I thought it was. That's a little strainer. Cute. Yeah. My brother likes to play bartender. This is a good Negroni glass. <laughs> it is, actually. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do 15. 
dosing me right. <laughs> Dosey dosing me right. Is there dosy dough in this, or this is, is completely not. separate? This, this is distillate. Okay. Um, this is just sip. It's their tropical crush. Um, I've had them before. Um, like a cannabis event, I think. Yeah, they're out. They do the slushies. Yeah. They have the slushies. The slushies are so good when you like add the infused like product in. But one of the girls from Sip, that was some fresh squeezed orange juice, and then we're gonna have some passion fruit nectar. Um, one of the girls was like, oh, do you want me to infuse your slushy for you, chef? And I was like, yeah, and she put a whole one in there for me. <laughs> 100 milligrams? Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm like fucked up at this event now. <laughs> Generally mean to do that, oopsie. And then I like to use the mango puree when it's still kind of frozen. So you get your drink cooled, but it not diluted. Fun. So I'm just gonna do a good squeeze of the mango puree in there. Oh, you're getting craft cocktail-y. Yeah. Give us our foam. Give us a nice texture. I love their backsplash here. I do too. It's cute. So we do the first shake with no ice to emulsify the egg and to get some foam worked into there. And then we'll add ice to cool it down just a little bit. We do have the frozen mango in there, but get a little cold. Yeah, I like, I like my things cold. Yeah, me too. What's the nastiest thing you've seen in the kitchen? Okay. Luckily, where I have worked, there's never been really anything that gross. Really? Because I've worked at really nice but there was a brief period of time where I worked for this company that made like organic school lunches and we would like drop them off at schools. And like, it was like real cooking. It was, it was okay. The owner was a psycho, but we cooked out of the school like kitchen sometimes. And there was a Catholic church that had a kitchen and we didn't use the fryers because it was like an organic like healthy school lunch thing and I kept smelling the smell from one of the fryers at this Catholic church and I opened it up and there were dead rats ah! in the bottom of it so that was one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen but it didn't affect like my food or like right. what I was doing so that's good yeah. but <laughs> but yeah pretty gross pretty gross pretty bad
perfect pour. It's like I've done this before. Star tender. I love a good little foam. Oh yeah. Yeah, the porn star is like one of my favorite drinks at um The Win? Cleaver. Cleaver, okay. I think the Win has one too. And Delilah. Alright, we're at the end of the road, guys. We're at dessert. Get a little zapole. How do you say it? How do you? I've been say taught zeppoli, but zeppoli, I have okay. heard zapole, and I know like it might be it might, it be, might be it might be regional thing. <laughs> I don't know, but this is more of like a northern Italian style because okay. it's like a funnel cake kind of instead of like the yeast risen ones. So you made the zapoles, mm -hmm. and then you also made a cocktail with sips. Yep. So this is the tropical crush flavor of sip. I did um, some fresh squeezed orange juice passion fruit nectar and mango puree in here and then I shook it with an egg white that's what gives us the lovely little foam on top it also gives a the mocktail I guess we should say there's not alcohol in here um the nice like mouthfeel and texture um it gives the egg white gives it like a nice silkiness as well as the foam <laughs> and then we have a passion fruit pastry cream to dip our zeppelis in which you'll definitely get the limonene in that um Ooh. Okay, so cheers. Yeah, cheers. Wee. Mm. Oh my God. It's like the perfect brunch drink. So good. Look how amazing it looks, even though it's cold as shit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're in our jackets out here. <laughs> Supposed to be jumping in the pool. And how many milligrams are in this? 15 milligrams? 15. 15. So we have 15 milligrams. And we could make it more if we wanted, but we've had quite a bit. <laughs> 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 we've had some champagne. We've had some cannabis. Okay, so I'm dipping Yeah, these. get in there. <gasps> get, it, get in there and get you a dip. Oh my God. I definitely taste the weed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is the weed in this? It's not mm -hmm. in this. It's not in this. It's, it's not in this. this at all. It's just mm -hmm. this. Oh, just okay. That. I thought it was in both. You said so two, <laughs> two dips is what? <laughs> 20 about, about 20, yeah. <laughs> like big dips though. So you probably got like 10. <laughs> <laughs> as I drink my 15. <laughs> You'll be fine. I believe in you. Well, that's good. The way I extract, I keep everything enclosed, so the terpenes don't just go into the air, like when you decarbon the oven, like most people do, to make edibles at home. That's why, like, a lot of the homemade edibles will taste like straight up grass mm -hmm. and like a very toasty kind of flavor, because they're like toasting the cannabis instead of just doing a straight up decarb. So I keep everything enclosed and I do it in a, like in a pressure cooker um, in a jar. So it keeps the heat super even and it'll keep the terpenes in there. So you can taste the terpenes. Um, it won't give you effects, like the terpenes won't give you effects, but you can taste them. And I think that's nice for like pairings. 
Which when we start smoking this, I feel like you'll be like, oh yeah. Okay, so what do we, what'd you roll up? So this is Rainbow Belts. So Rainbow Belts and Dosido -Do have a very similar um, terpene profile. So Rainbow Belts, the most, um, the highest percentage terpene that you'll find in there will be karyophyllene. Mm -hmm. And then the, the two minors that are in the three that make up like the major terpene profile are um, limonene and then linalool. And then dosido -si -do is like the opposite. So the main one is limonene and then karyo and then linalool. Like linalool is the minor for both so of like them. it's like backward. Yeah. So, so the lino linalool, what's that big for? Um, so that's big for relaxation. Uh, linalool is also found naturally in like lavender. Mm -hmm. So like when you think of, cause the terpenes are the essential, the essential oils of the plant. So right. when you think of essential oils, you think of like aromatherapy inhalation. And that's very much like how you should view terpenes too. Like they're an inhalation kind of thing. So like when you inhale like lavender oil, it's like calming, like helps you sleep, like things like that. Um, linalool is good for that as well. Anti-anxiety. Um, it doesn't make you sleepy but it can be inducive to sleep. If you already are sleepy and then you smoke something heavy with linalool, you'll be like, oh yeah. Gotcha. And you like relax. It won't just like immediately put you right. on the couch. Like mercy, like mercy will. Yeah, gotcha. it's not the same. Yeah. So my strain I'm making that I'm creating this year, it's heavy in terpenaline, pinene, Cassie. and myrcene. Nice. So I did a balance so that a lot of people I know, they just love indica. Yeah. Everyone I know, especially men, they're like, I like you know, sativa is like a women thing for a lot oh, of really? people. Like a lot of people like think the only women want to be jittery and ready to oh, go. Oh, that's And I'm like, don't you have shit to do during the day, motherfucker? Like, I would think the opposite. <laughs> I would think the women need to be calmed down more because no, we have, we go through more. Sativa. Yeah. It's like a go-to like for women. Like I want to be up, you know? And yeah. And men are just like, yeah, I'll do whatever. I'm just going to be. <laughs> I'm already like so high up naturally. Like I need to be taken down a okay. little bit. Yeah, I'm already like hype. I don't need any help being hype. Yeah. But I, if you give me indica, I won't even talk. Oh, like, you'll, okay. I'll be a whole different person. You'll just be like staring. Yeah, like people are like, are you all right? I'm like, well, I'm fine. And they're like, why are you talking? I'm like, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> and they're like, you always have something to say. I'm like, I don't. That's true. <laughs> I get like that too if I'm like super faded. I was on FaceTime with my best friend the other night. Oh, you put the filter in too? I Love. did. I did. Put a little crutch in there, a little baby. Crutch in there. Um, so yeah, it's the rainbow belts, and then I did a hemp wrap that has uh, mango flavoring. So um, it kind of just ties in all the flavors of our cocktail and the flavors in our pastry cream. We have some complimenting terpenes going on. A lot of nice pairings. Rainbow belts is a really great strain for concentrates. It tastes really, really good as concentrate. Does taste good. <coughs> so when you're at like a private event and you're dosing people, is there a max dose they're allowed to have? Um, so for me personally, I have all of my clients sign a waiver that basically says that they understand <coughs> what they're consuming and they're responsible for their transportation. If they get too fucked up, that's on you. So I really let my clients dictate what goes on. Okay. Um, I trust my clients to know what they like to consume. Um, if they don't know what they like to consume and they want advice, um, they can ask me and I can make suggestions. But I am always going to revert back and say, 
you know, everyone's body is different. If you're not super familiar with edibles, like it's probably <coughs> better off for us to just start on the low end. <coughs> like, is there ever people that get too fucked up? Not or that I have <coughs> seen. Everyone's pretty good. <coughs> yeah, uh, uh, one event, and it wasn't just me working this event. Like, it's a like a lot of people. I guess there was some brownies or something that weren't like labeled. I'm sure they were labeled, but this person didn't notice the label because I don't believe that I, I know that chef that made that and I right. know she wouldn't do that. <laughs> but she just walked by and was popping on like every time she didn't realize. And then like by the end of the event, she was like really fucked up. So like now when she comes to events, she's like, what's in this? What's in that? Okay. Probably weed. And then she explained to me like, I am like traumatized because I like ate so all many I know brownies. is if I go to a cannabis event I, I I'm gonna assume there's weed in everything that's all I'm not gonna go and like eat something and not assume there's weed yeah. personally because now I, I like know to how do a choice <laughs> like I'll put on my menu like if it's like a like a stationed hors d'oeuvre kind of event where people are just walking up and serving themselves I'll put on my menu that's out with my food infused version available upon request so they have to come to me mm -hmm. to get the infused product so then i don't have people that are overly fucked up and then wanting to blame me for that right um and then i let them know like this bag is 10 milligrams this bag is 20 milligrams whatever like whatever it is and so, they know. so you're not allowed to serve alcohol with when you're serving cannabis correct, correct. okay correct. so we're only doing that because we're in a private place but if we were at like a event like you can't drink alcohol and yeah, like a cannabis lounge right. can't also serve right. um, alcohol. Um, if you're in a Not private... Not everybody's good at cross-feeding <laughs> like us. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> because for me, I'm like, what's the problem? Like, I've always drank and smoked. It's and then nice. I have friends that literally, like, they smoke. And I'm like, no, bitch, like, you need to stop. Like, you're, gonna, you're getting fucked up. You can't do both, you know? You got to pick one vice. Yeah, it's so... It's different for every person. So I just really trust people when they tell me what their limit is. And I'm going to believe you. Like, whatever you tell me, I'm going to believe you. And we're going to operate off of that. Right. So, so don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. Um, don't try to seem cool and act like your tolerance is higher. Honestly, I don't think it's cool if you have a super high tolerance. I love when people are like, all I need is five milligrams. I'm like, that's great. That's wonderful. I wish <laughs> five milligrams was great for me. So you're a cheap date. I'll make you whatever five milligram thing you want, babe. Like, that's great wonderful like i don't think it makes you cooler to just like i really like that you made this cannabis cocktail i think this might be the first time i've had a craft cannabis cocktail awesome good yeah because i mean you did the egg white you shook it like it was it was full it was full blown i i like these um i have a little smoke gun too that i can like put cannabis in to make the bubbles on top mm -hmm. of stuff too and so like i'll drop like if i'm let's say i'm doing a rosemary drink i'll like drop the sprig of rosemary right. so they can inhale i like cocktails they're fun yeah it's a fun way to like either begin or end a meal it's usually what i'll do like either at the beginning i'll give you like a really cool welcome cocktail An aperitif. yeah or like at the end yeah something sweet that's why i love limoncello I always introduce people to limoncello because I love yes. Italian and I'm like, I love Italian food. I mean, that's what I grew up on. Like, Me too. And that's, that was, was great. I mean, we had everything, but you can't, you can't fuck with our bread and our pasta and our pizza and shit. So after Absolutely eating all not. that, you need to like get it out with something. So that's why the limoncello is great because you just take a little shot of it. You relax. Now you're ready to go out to the club. Oh, <laughs> it's so easy to make too. It is. It's so easy to make. All you got to do to make limoncello is just put some lemon rind in a clear alcohol. Most people use vodka, but right. I was gonna say vodka lemon. <laughs> Let it sit. 
Most people do vodka. Some sugar. You can do other spirits, though. Yeah, well, I drank vodka my whole life. And yeah. we used to, um, this marina I worked at, we used to do Stoli Doli, which was like, you literally had the pieces of pineapple. Ooh. Like, sh- um, you know, s- like sitting in vodka mm-hmm. in a giant vat. And yep. we would sell them for like $10 a pineapple. Yeah. But it was like a bottle of vodka in each piece that you, it was so gross. And I'm like looking at people like, but you get how fucked are you? Up right. And they'd be so fucked up in the marina. And I'm like, how are you about to go fall in the water? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't taste good. I've, I've eaten some of those before. <laughs> I love pine. I love anything tropical fruit. Like I'm in, like, yeah, I'm going to at least try fruit. it. Yeah, passion fruit, pineapple, mango. Papaya. Yeah, papaya is delicious. Kiwi. I love all the all I the tropical fruits. Guava. In other countries, like when I drink the fresh juice. Oh yeah. You know, after going out, and then I'll go to like the buffet or something, get like fresh passion fruit or ma- mango juice, and yeah. I'll come back. I'm ready to go. Fresh juices <clears throat> are really nice. You I try nutrients. to. I I tried to juice and like, and we were fighting. Me and the juicer were fighting for a little bit. What kind did you have? I don't know. A big okay. one. It was big. And every time Made I would a lot of put noise. it in, it would like fucking throw it back yeah, out yeah, yeah. and shit. And then I, I was getting sick because I was juicing like nine apples at a time. Okay. <laughs> chugging it. And I didn't know like arsenic. it's all acidic. <laughs> There's also arsenic and uh, <laughs> apple seeds. I was just, yeah. I was just like, all right, I can't do it. <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah, you got to be careful with that kind of stuff. It's good though. The pulp from juicing things too can be used for a lot of fun stuff. Um, you can like bake with that pulp. Um, it's pretty interesting. Just an update. Um, feel good. Feel nice. Good. Are you done your little? Did you? Did you yeah. Your drink? I'm good. She's done. Cheers, y'all. It's been a good meal. Thank you so much You're for welcome. like just doing everything. It was great. Absolutely. It was so good. Anytime. I'm excited to like try anything else that you're gonna make. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, anytime. You're always welcome. I'll let you know when stuff is going on. We'll be back here in the pool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll have to do that. I'm a I'm a Cancer baby. I have Sagittarius moon and a Libra rising, so I'm not manipulative and psycho. <laughs> and I'm honest, okay? <laughs> um, I feel like I have to preface that anytime I say that I'm a Cancer to people because they're like, Ugh. and I'm like, Sagittarius moon and Libra rising though. Just yeah, gotta say, <laughs> the one cancer girl I knew was just way too emotional. I get it, but I feel things very deeply like that. Like I do feel it, but I don't show it. She, yeah, she couldn't control it. Yeah, because like, I'm. It's a sag moon. Like I always just want to be a silly guy. Yeah, I'm a sag. So yeah, I, I just want to fuck I, around. I, I, can, and I can, you can't tell me shit. Yeah, know? for sure. <laughs> I am very much that I, way. I actually love Libras. I realized as men. My brother's a Libra. I was really trying to find, like, not fine, but I was just like, I don't even know if there's a sign for me because everyone's a weirdo. Scorpio's, like, I'm really great friends with, but then once you fuck them, it's like, mm I love Scorpio. And then, Scott's like, Aquarius is, like, my best friends, but, like, can't fuck them. They're too boring. Mm. And then it's like, who, you know, so I found that Libra's in me. I think, I think that's the thing. I can see that. <clears throat> because, like, we're both, like, ah. Yeah. Libras are fucking fun. Yeah. Yeah. So my brother's, like, my best friend. That's going to be, that's, that's, hopefully. We'll see. We'll find you. We'll find you yeah, one. It's not a cancer. He's the, out the there. Men are, cancer men are way too emotional. I get it. Uh, anytime anyone's like, I have issues with cancer, I'm like, I get it. Like, <laughs> it's okay. Like, you can have your issues. Just know I'm not like that. <laughs> and we're okay. Like, I mean, we, don't, we can't base things off people's shit. But yeah. honestly, it's like... I, I understand the, the bad say, cancer experience. As far as, like, characteristics, they pretty match up. Yeah, like, yeah. 
they're not like general either. Like they, when you like go deep into it, it's like no, that kind of like matches you for sure, for sure. And the so. way the way the the planets work together, I think, is really important too. And like getting into astrology, I I don't like practice it super heavy or anything. Right. But when I first like heard about horoscopes and like read stuff about cancer, I didn't vibe with it at all because I'm not like that. So I was like, ew, like this shit's dumb. Like they're just saying whatever they want. And then my friend Rachel was like, have you looked at your birth chart? And I was like, I don't know what that is. And she was like, what time were you born? So I text my mom. Mm -hmm. I still don't know my time. Do the whole thing. I just guess. And then we look it up and she was like, oh and then like explained it and i was like this makes sense like this is kind of a little scientific because it's literally where the planets were at the time i entered the world like there's i can see where there's some sense to that instead of just like i was born in july so i'm a bitch like (laughs) all right like that seems cool (laughs) damn it's getting cold now yeah. <coughs> the sun's going down. Well, if it wasn't windy, it'd be fine. It's just like even a little smidgen of wind is like it sucks. Just like, That's why I wear this fucking hiking jacket everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it it protects the wind. I know I look like a dork, but whatever. I can't wait to go hiking. I want to go shooting, but it's too windy to shoot. So, what do you shoot? Um, I have two, like, handguns, but That's my cool. friends always have, like, AKs and Shooting rifles is fucking crazy. fun. Yeah, like, we just go out there in the desert next to, like, the exotic car place. That's cool. <clears throat> so. We sold all of our shit before we moved. We just didn't want to cross state lines with right. mushrooms and weed and guns. <laughs> so we're like, eh, we'll pick the drugs. <laughs> we can always buy more guns. <laughs> right, you're going let's, to an open carry let's state. Sell, let's sell the guns <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll get more later. But yeah, it's a crazy, uh, like it's a crazy world. And I just feel like if I have to be the one to shoot somebody at Walmart to save the world, I will do that because you're not going to be fucking with my time and coming in and holding me hostage. Like I'm going to be ready. I agree. I'm sorry. The world's crazy. I mean, and even just like in your own home for your home defense, like if someone is going to come into your safe space, exactly, (laughs) even the police, like they can't get to you fast enough. If somebody really came into your home with the intent to harm you, I've always lived alone. So I've just always, yeah, you know, and then when I, when I came to Vegas, I'm like, oh, I can like have my own gun. This is great. And people are like, we should not be allowed to have a a fucking psychological test on you. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, not really. I'm not going (laughs) to. I'm not going to just use just it Just protect at. yourself. You know, no, like, yeah. I really do want to just have it for protection because people are crazy now. And it's like, I mean. Just, I agree. It's crazy. I agree. So, anyway, we've been, we've been tangenting. <laughs> tangenting. <laughs> I can I understand suck. if people, like, aren't comfortable with it. And that's fine. That's your choice. But I feel like people should definitely be able to protect I themselves. Like, uh, yeah, you pretty much have your own choice to do whatever as long as it's not. The second you harm someone else is when we have a problem. But do whatever the fuck you want. Live your life. Uh, steady chasing that face. All right. I appreciate everything, the meal. Yeah, absolutely. There's a police. Yeah, anytime you want to do it again, let me we'll know. We'll be back for some like mukbang shit or something. Yeah, we should do that. That'd be funny as fuck. But if y'all are in the Vegas area, 
If y'all need any events done, hit up True Heart Chef Services. Everything's made with love, intention, and I like how like at the end of a microdose, like it's like, you're still not so high. It's like I'm not like this, you know. Like, no, I'm but, high, I mean, but like I you feel, feel it. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> it's like, a nice high. It's like and it's like a super happy high too. Yeah. 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 You just feel really good. So. Okay. Enjoy what y'all eating. Until next time, peace.